Welcome to the Weaving Magic Podcast, where we discuss the different ways to weave magic throughout your daily life. We are your hosts, Alyssa Lilly and Tara Webb, and we are thrilled to guide you in this magical journey of exploration and ritual. Welcome back to the Weaving Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Tara Webb. And I'm your host, Alyssa Lilly. And uh, we're kind of back to where we all began, essentially. A full circle, a, a full, full tarot year. deck. Yes, a full year. Uh, that's not to say like we're in Colorado recording. <laughs> we're in Georgia in the woods because we thought it'd be beautiful to just to come be outside and connect with the nature as we reflect on what's happened over this year um the highs the lows the nitty-gritty i don't know all of it all of it all of it uh but the first thing i would say is that i'm really proud of us for sticking to it and getting every episode out on time i don't think we've missed a week no we haven't and for all of you who have been here with us the entire time supporting us thank you thank you so much it it just means the world like we look at uh, how many downloads we have and that kind of stuff. And we see you from across the world, across the freaking world. Mm-hmm. And I love that podcasting is such a beautiful place where we can sit and connect. And it's, it's almost like time travel because who knows when you're listening to this episode versus yep. when we were recording, but we're still having this beautiful, magical, energetic exchange and real deep connection without mm-hmm. realizing it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I would say our most popular episodes to date are are our uh, weaving magic like uh, I think it's the third one or the first one talking about the weaving magic throughout the day are very early on ones and then the ones that you just seem to love is the one with Leslie mm-hmm. about tapping into your inner cycle uh, the womb wisdom the bleeding like all the of which yes yeah. we would love to have Leslie on again this season as we, you know, go deeper into what it means to be a witch, deeper into what it means to have magic into your life and not being apologetic towards that, right? Like really Mm -hmm. owning that. So that is definitely, I would say, if not the second, probably the top episode with Leslie for sure. It's funny because even though we're very open and honest and really vulnerable in the podcast, I just see us next year going so much deeper. Mm-hmm. And I love that in a way this podcast has been holding us accountable to our magic and, yes. you know, walking the walk, right? And that's we, what keeps our We were talking going. today because in our Patreon community, mm-hmm. shout out to our Patreon community and how that's going to be shifting and growing even more so. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday we do a card pull and we've only missed one based on just family stuff happening, which I think is still pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. And this week when we're doing the card pool, you know, it always calls us out. That's just kind of how the cards are. Mm -hmm. The universe is. Yep. Very blunt. (laughs) Yes. And we, it's beautiful because sometimes the only time we do our card pools now are for the community. And so that was a nice reminder of, you know, really stepping more into our own power, our own witchiness, mm-hmm. because we love doing that for our community, but we should also be doing it more also for ourselves. For ourselves. Definitely. And I, I think that as Alyssa said, this reminds us to do and be more magical, but also we can still step it up for ourselves, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing. And, and get to take you on the journey with us. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have also hired someone who's really going to help us 
expand Mm -hmm. how we are presenting the podcast, like the uh, videos of it, that kind of stuff so that we can step into a more creative role too, Mm -hmm. which is really fun. Focus more on what we want to create, what we want to, how we want to connect with you. We have so many big ideas for our community and we've had these big ideas for a while, but because we've been so busy editing the podcast, getting the videos together, getting things posted and making sure we don't miss a week, we haven't had a chance to really dive into the creation and give you the attention that we truly wanted. Yes. And I think this was part of the growing pains. And uh, now that we have a team member to help us manage all of the maintenance of upkeeping a podcast. It just frees up so much of our creative flow and energy and mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to be so beautiful and we love her. Yes, we do. She's, <laughs> she's amazing. So as we all tend to do on, you know, January 1st, we tend to like look back at where we've been and step into, you know, kind of where we want to go with that. And so I would like to kind of look back at our episodes, all 55 of them since we had the first three bursts. Wow. Um, 55 episodes. 55. Let's just pause and celebrate that for a second. 55 episodes. We have found 55 things to talk about. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, Alyssa, what would you say was your favorite episode to record? My favorite episode to record? Um, honestly, the... The trust and intimacy. Oh, yeah. That was very personal mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Especially being in person recording that yes. one. It was definitely... Our Zoom recordings and, and the way that we connect on the podcast is beautiful, but being in each other's energy in person is just so much different. I'm glad we got so much recording done together. Yes. I think it's also fun, The uh, our most recent with the Frozen too. Oh yes. Talking about the magic of frozen and how upsetting it was and like crying about <laughs> how it. How triggering. It. Emotional damage. It was, yeah. Um, that was a really fun one. And who would you say has been not our favorite interview, but I think yeah, the let's one, not play favorite. No, I would say the one that I think like made us more introspective. Mm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like we've had a lot of really great ones. Um, I think the one with sky for me okay, has been more introspective, just maybe because of the, with the writing and like really looking at how someone else as a writer does that and really calls forth her own magic with it. Mm-hmm. It reminded me to step in daily to my craft into honoring myself with that. So I really, I, I had a lot going deeper with skies, I think for sure. I'm having a hard time choosing one. Um, I really think that I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed all of them, but introspective wise, reflecting on my relationship with plants and uh, Raquel's been on the podcast twice Mm -hmm. and both times it has just opened my eyes to how I can have more intimacy, not in a weird way, but intimacy with plants and, you know, communicating with them. And we even talked about the chakras Yes, and Raquel didn't have an answer when we asked, but do plants have chakras? And I think she emailed us afterwards. Her answer was saying that the plants did say they have chakras and that they're very different. Yeah, it just varies where their one individual leaf is the sacral, I think is what she said, but all of their leaves as a whole equal their crown. It's fascinating. And I love just that reminder to connect to nature is really important to me. I would say another one that really touched me deeply was, um, Sarah Collins. 
with the inner child work. I mm-hmm. love ta- chatting with her. I'm sure you guys could feel that in the, in the episode too. Just our inner ch- children light up when we get in a conversation together. And I love how she reminds me to play. Mm-hmm. And I see the one with Nicolette was just full of laughter. Oh my goodness. That was a great one. And I love the way that she connects with characters when she's writing her books. It's mm-hmm. so fascinating. Mm-hmm. The one with Maggie really called us to look at our own traumas and how to honor them and how to step into loving ourselves even more mm-hmm. and honoring the shift from being um, not a parent to a parent, essentially to parenthood and like how we begin to shift the magic that we create and like teaching that to our kids and that kind of stuff. Because, you know, as Maggie said, she used to have these like, you know, hour to hour long cacao sessions and, that's drastically shifted now as, you know, she has kids, four kids. (laughs) Yep. So, I mean, but also going from none to four is a lot. Yes, it is. It is as well. Yes. That's a big transition. Mm -hmm. Mm. Man, I knew we were reflecting, but I just, for some reason was not mentally prepared. We've had so many great conversations and reflections and growth. Mm -hmm. I will say, I don't remember what episode it was where cloud gazing, it was a very deep, kind of traumatic not traumatic i think that was the one that was the trauma with um colors oh yes because we wanted a very relaxing challenge afterwards but ever since then i catch myself looking at the clouds all the time and just remembering to pause and absorb their beauty and when i'm driving you know of course focusing on the road but i take a moment and like i see shapes and designs and i just wonder in what ways is the universe communicating to us and we don't even realize it because the clouds we just take them for granted Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that's very special about our podcast that i enjoy is that challenge Mm -hmm. something that helps you take it home kind of remember i mean we ourselves haven't been great every single week stepping into the challenge but it's a nice reminder for whenever we do and -hmm. i think that's what it's meant for is not perfection is sometimes those challenges <laughs> that's the theme of our whole podcast we're yeah. not fucking perfect <laughs> sometimes those challenges will be like I, I don't have the time this week i don't feel like it fits this week right or whatever it is mm-hmm. right uh and sometimes it's like yes that was exactly what i needed right now i can go do that you know mm. how would you say that magic has shifted throughout your day how would you say that you have begun to from like when we first started this you know, how do you weave magic in your daily life to now? How do you weave magic as you go along your day? Well, I definitely think I love that these little pine needles are falling, got distracted from the trees as we're recording. Um, I would say the biggest shift that I've noticed is, um, not feeling guilty. Uh, I know that's a, it's probably a strange one, but I used to feel really guilty for not spending the time to be really intentional with my magic. Um, but with having kids, I've been more <sighs> focused on presence and the way that I play with my kids and I make that my magic versus feeling like it needs to be this ritualistic thing, which I feel like I had a concept of when we started this podcast, because that's the whole reason we started this podcast was on you know, you can weave magic throughout your day, but truly embodying it has been such a phenomenal experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I take time to play with my kids, I feel like the to-do list isn't running as much in my head and I'm totally focused on letting my inner child play. And I think that is one of the most magical things in the world. What about you? I was just hearing your words again. 
I, I think it's kind of the same. Uh, I haven't been as intentional as we just said with like doing the ritualistic magic, which is okay, but also miss that. Mm-hmm. I do. And crave so it. I feel like the magic throughout my day is the tea. Oh yes, you. Uh, I loved saying with Tara. She made us like three or four cups of tea a day. Yes. And we it's found a, a, a really great, thing. a really great peppermint tea that is not even available. We found it at yeah. a store. It's Rasa. Amazing. Highly recommend. Yes. Their other teas are good too that are available, but the peppermint, I'm hoping that they release it. Yeah. I think we just really needed something to shake it up a bit. The peppermint mm-hmm. was really, you know, at that moment what we needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the teas really bring me presence and calm throughout my day. As well as making them for my boys. Oh, and, and because yeah. I make uh, Dominic and now all of, uh, well, except for Ori, the other two. Ori drinks your tea. He does drink my tea. <laughs> but I don't make him his own yet. But I make them like a dandelion coffee because coffee is good for um, those with ADHD to kind of help the mind a bit more focus and stuff. But I don't want to get him hooked on coffee. I don't want to get him quite into that caffeine, so right? So, what is dandelion coffee? Let's talk about that for the magic weaver who may not know. Dandelion is, you know, the weed that's growing all around us, right? That we've been told is just really bad and just needs to be pulled up. When in reality, dandelion actually really helps your body release a lot of the toxins. It's great. Like whenever you see it, it's whenever nature is growing something is when it's something that you need to have at that time, right? So you see dandelion growing a lot in the summer, spring, fall time. And you can eat every part of the dandelion. So for example, you can actually get dandelion greens in the store. Um, if you see them, I recommend you grabbing them, but also you want to be sure it's like not in a commercial area where there are pesticides and things that are just gross being sprayed. Cause that's just going to stick with you and actually be much worse for you. Mm-hmm. But dandelion is like one of those deep greens that just like when your body eats something, um, the green parts of food, like kale, it feels like it's eating poison because it's so bitter because a lot of the green stuff that we're not supposed to eat does taste like that. And so it will start to release within your body liquids to help her, uh, release everything out. And so that helps cleanse your body a lot. Uh, dandelion is also very good for calming mm-hmm. and it's their root that's used for coffee. Yes. Right? No is. caffeine though. No caffeine. And that's a big part is that, um, I want to help my boys because caffeine does help some, but it's easily addictive and it actually dries your body out more. So like you're the kind of person that drinks coffee and caffeine because you have to go to the bathroom. In reality, it's drying your body out more so that you're actually um, releasing so much, but it's like not the way it should be releasing it. It's like an abrupt versus, you know, relaxed. And I don't want them to kind of get stuck on coffee. So the dandelion root really helps with the focusing of their mind and calming also the warmth you know warm drinks are just very relaxing so that's the magic of making those for my boys and I enjoy making so part of my love that I give is making drinks for people especially Justin like if I am tapped out I can't give him my love through making him coffee because I I feel like I put a part of myself into that drink I sometimes make my own mindlessly I'll, I'll do quotes but that's only because it really isn't mindless as well because I'm still doing it relatively. Like my mindless is still intentional. So it's more habitual. Yes. More habitual, but there's still a piece of me in there. Mm-hmm. Um, which I is, can taste it. Which <laughs> is probably weird. why when it spills, it's so sad. 
Oh yeah, it's very triggering because a, a piece of you is being spilled, a piece of you that you really put in, you put love into, that you have given to somebody, given to yourself, right? Or when a fly gets in it, I'm so sad. It is. So I definitely um, enjoy making that for my husband. It's a very magical way of loving on him, my boys. I'd also say those um, those moments when I get to do the homeschooling witchy stuff with them. I can't wait for that. Yeah, like we were like when we did candles. Mm-hmm. That was great. On um, I didn't get a chance to like really teach them because I was learning how to do it, so I couldn't learn and teach. But now that I have the concept of how much wax to put in, I can go through and like talk about um, the split of like this much wax with this and like what you're doing and that kind of thing. Um, Dominic, him being the third one to try it, since the other two were a bit more like learning with me, um, Dominic sang as he was stirring his wax and like put his love and intention into it. Was it was the cutest thing ever. And it was from the Frozen movie. Yes. Yes. Plus his own like little magic mixed yes. in with that. Um, so those kinds of things, like when we're painting together and I'm just seeing what they create. Yeah. The homeschooling, um, even though I haven't been as intentional with it, like we've been taking a break, but I still do stuff around the house. Um, I'm excited within the next few weeks to actually dive in deeper and do unschooling and really focus on what brings them joy around it and teaching them. I mean, there's this show, if you have kids who are interested or have actually a difficulty with math, number blocks on Netflix works great because my boys, my uh, Dominic, who's nine, technically he could be in third grade. No, I think it's fourth grade, but he's in third, something like that. Um, because we kind of kept him back a little bit and I have not talked to him about multiplication because he took a little bit to kind of understand addition and subtraction. And so I just kind of let it be there. Thomas, I, he has no formal training with facts, math facts at all. Well, he may have some, but like barely any. And Elias, who's five has even less. Mm-hmm. Like he's not even going to start school until he's seven. He'll be doing like small things or he's four. Um, he's turning five in December. Um, but he, well, that's, he's five by the time the episode comes out technically. Yeah. Cause I forget. Um, but he won't be starting school until like six and a half, seven, because that's just the age, right? For us. And that's actually good for him mentally. All of that to say is that the other day I was talking with Dom and I was like, Hey Dom, what's two times three? And he's like six. And he knows his multiplication tables really quickly. Yeah. Um, not and, all and, of them, but he still, if you give him a moment, can figure it out. And or he it's gets amazing. close. Like he's still using his brain to kind of be like, uh, I think it's this right. Um, because of the way that number blocks has taught them to like group it together. So check out number blocks because it really helps teach. I don't know. There, there's something about the way it, it teaches them about primes and making them into squares and that kind of stuff. So those are the fun things seeing them grow, seeing Ori grow and the way that he tries to blow out a fire. Yeah. That was cute. And the way he like lets the dogs outside Mm -hmm. and like, those are my magic throughout the day Mm -hmm. of just appreciating the small moments. Mm. Which is funny because I don't know that I anticipated that there could be more appreciation and presence there until we started doing this podcast. Yeah. It's very true. Because I felt like I was being present and I really wasn't. <laughs> Not to my fullest potential. I had some growth to but do. But also but also Alyssa um 
was able to step away from a full-time job. Ah, uh, yes. So is, there, there wasn't a lot of change in my life. Yeah, this so year. there wasn't a lot of presence in the sense because you had to focus on other things. Mm-hmm. Now you're able to be more present because you have that space. Mm-hmm. And I can work on my own schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I think for those who maybe feel like they aren't able to honor that within themselves, maybe feel bad that they don't have the space to, it will come. It's okay to not have the space. Kids, as long as they know that they're loved, that's yeah. all that matters. And when you do have a moment with them, just be present for that one moment. Yep. Even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, however long. Like five minutes a day, putting your phone down and just really hearing them mm-hmm. and um, reading them a book, whatever it is, just five minutes will mean the world. And that is what makes their day. They don't remember. Like, they don't need the entire day. Mm-mm. Our brains can't understand the entire day. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just kind of stuck in the background. Mm. that's kind of a reminder that you are doing your best and to keep doing your best for sure. What has surprised you most about podcasting? Um, I would say triggers. I'm a very open person. So like saying things on here doesn't bother me as much, Mm -hmm. but we very much talk about the noise and being honest and like letting our kids be loud and like that kind of thing. And I want silence. <laughs> and so I have to remember because I'm not going to stop them. I'm not going to, do that. especially when I'm telling on the podcast, we do this. It, it calls me forward to actually honoring that. Um, I do ask them to be a little bit quieter sometimes because they're like just crazy loud. Um, they, they're really exercising their throat chakra, but yeah, it's definitely just reminded me to respect their childhood to respect that they need noise in their life. They need that. And I don't, can't handle that sometimes because of my own trauma, not because of them, Mm -hmm. right? That's, that's me versus them. So I would say that kind of triggering maybe. Um, and also I thought like I had tons of things to talk about and sometimes I'm like, what do I even say? Yeah. I feel bad deeply because we always want to bring content that we feel like is here for you. It's about you, right? Well, it's about all of us. It is. Yeah. But I feel like that's part of the trigger, right? That what we say isn't interesting. We have to make it interesting. We have to make it feel like we have to have some sort of angle Mm -hmm. or we need to, I think the biggest thing that we had to work through is we're not teaching. We're not here to teach you. Yes. Correct. Um, and we've been so ingrained with workshops and a lot of what we do has been teaching it or coaching. And it's like, this is not coaching as much as we love to share our wisdom with you. Absolutely. But this isn't like, I don't need to come to a podcast episode with the intention to have an outline and to teach you bullet points. Yes. <laughs> Which also makes it difficult for us because we get off on tangents a lot Lots of time. Of tangents. But I mean, I hope that makes it more conversational that you realize that we are being real mm-hmm. and that you can follow along with us without getting whiplash. I mean, I pause you a lot. What does this mean? In case our magic weaver doesn't know this, what is that? We actually just talked about that, how it is very important because um, after recording the episodes about trust, um, Alyssa was, you know, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Because my brain goes so fast that I would go and like say something. I follow you for the most part, but I know sometimes I'm like, hmm, we need to rewind. And even if Alyssa does follow me, sometimes what I'm meaning, Alyssa may not grasp because it's Alyssa's not me. No, I cannot read your mind. And so it's definitely knowing that like what I'm saying is out of love and I just have to be myself. Mm -hmm. That's all we have to do. And 
there's not like a expectation, a requirement of what comes out of like, oh, what wisdom can I gain from them today? It's kind of like, hey, come join us for a conversation. That's kind of like what I feel that we want to bring is just come join us for a conversation. Mm. What about you? What do you think has kind of been the most um, surprising for you? The most Hmm. growth inducing? Um, Well, I agree with you very much on the accepting that life is going to happen while you're podcasting it. Everything doesn't just stop. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like is common sense, but at the same time you do everything you can to plan and prepare. Yeah. I mean, we've even scheduled out and had a whole plan on how we were going to stay ahead. And here at the end of the year, we've been pretty much week by week, which is not something we like. We like to be ahead of things in case things happen or, you know, things get crazy. Um, but just, I think the biggest lesson has been going with the flow. And also on the side note of that, we quickly learned that it's almost while we want to be ahead. We also don't want to be as ahead as we were. Yes. That's been a big lesson because we have things that come up that are more relevant in the moment than three months from now. And also like we'll record something and be like, what was the challenge? What were we supposed to be doing? Oh yeah. And we disconnect from that Mm -hmm. conversation. So it's very difficult for us to feel as excited about that podcast coming out because we're not in the moment as much with it anymore. And I've seen a huge decline in the way that we show up on Instagram and things too for you because we're so busy trying to edit, get episodes out and do all of this and make graphics. And then we forget what the episode challenge is. Even though we have the challenge, we're just not as connected with it. And then we don't want to post about it because we're not feeling as connected with it. So we're really strategizing for this year to come to walk the the walk and the challenges and be present with you Mm -hmm. through it. Definitely. Hence why we've expanded our team. Yes. Definitely. Which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-mm, you go. I'll <laughs> bring up the challenge. Oh, are we going to challenge? Okay. What's the challenge? I was thinking the challenge being of just reflecting back on your own year. Yeah. And seeing your own growth and um, not so much of like what I didn't do. What can I do better? That's where we always go. Ugh. Right? For this one, it is to... What am I really proud of myself for? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what did I honor myself for? Where did I really step into my boundaries and to respecting myself? What was it this past year that really, where I showed up for myself? Ooh, that's a good challenge. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on a year of podcasting Happy with us. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Weaving Magic Podcast.